everyone. Welcome back to Find Me in a Book podcast. I'm your host, Tav, and I have my most favorite person in the world here with me, my best friend, Kat. Hi. <laughs> You've got to talk a little <laughs> bit louder. <laughs> oh, that's right. You can't hear me. Yeah. Hi. we got to talk. we got to talk. Even louder? Normal. Nope, that sounds good. Okay. Good. <laughs> <laughs> We're so excited to have her here. She has been here for about a week now. She flies out today. Uh, and we're so sad that she's going. I want her to live here forever in Arizona. But she is from Louisiana, which if you've been to Louisiana, that is a different humidity than it is in North Carolina. It yes. is a pillow. <laughs> it's a shower. A shower. Yes. That works too. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so people probably want to know about you. So tell us a little bit about you, like the college, just everything, and then we'll talk about how we met, too. Well, I grew up in Louisiana. Yes. Um, <laughs> until I was about, I think I was 19 when I finally decided to get out of the state. Uh, really, it was, I'm 18, and I'm an adult, and you can't tell me what to do anymore. <laughs> and it was easier to just move across the country than it was to just be like, I'm moving out. Right. So, <laughs> yeah, I applied to BYU and BYU-Idaho. <clears throat> I did not get into BYU, unfortunately. Was that your number one pick? Yes, that's where I was hoping to go okay. was BYU-Provo. How come? Because it was like this my dad was a huge fan of BYU uh -huh. when I was a kid and like my um great uncle mm -hmm. was a professor there oh. actually whenever my cousins were going he was yeah. still working there at the time wait is it his dad no it's my grandpa's brother your grandpa oh, okay okay yeah okay um he since has passed away mm -hmm. So he wouldn't have even been there whenever I was going into college anyway. Do you think if he still had worked there, do you think that you would have gotten in? He would have been able to, like, pull some strings or something? I think the other problem or the other way that I messed up, too, mm -hmm. was that I didn't go straight to BYU out of college – or, excuse me, out of high school. Oh. I went to school in Louisiana for a year and a half first. Oh. And then I transferred out. And my GPA after uh -huh. the first year and a half, I mean, I was a freshman and <laughs> in college, you have a little bit of freedom, even though I didn't have full freedom at that point. Right. You have a little bit of freedom and then you get like a 3.3 .3 as your GPA. <laughs> I mean, it's not the worst, but it's right. definitely not the best. And I remember going tour BYU. Mm -hmm. They told us on the tour because I was with my dad. It's like, I'm trans. I would like to transfer. And they're like okay well with a transfer they usually like to have a 3.8 and I was like oh damn okay well guess I'm not coming here <laughs> but I to shoot we still got the free tour we rode around on their golf cart and that's amazing yeah <laughs> any um, refreshments did they no oh. they're not the south that is Hose. that is one drastic thing if any of you are listening and you know the south versus anywhere else in the world the south will always feed you it don't matter what is happening you could just be stopping by to say hello and they're gonna be like are you hungry do you need some food come in i got i got dinner on the stove we I got leftovers it. yeah um I love no that. of course they didn't <laughs> but it was i mean it was a good experience it was fun to to get to really see the campus because it's a beautiful it is beautiful campus and it's just it's right next to the mountains, and it's it's just a gorgeous location. Yeah. You know, that's where I wanted to go. Right. Didn't get in, clearly. <laughs> and so then I had applied to Idaho as, mm -hmm. like, a last ditch. You yeah, know? yeah, If yeah. I don't get into Provo, I mean, like, maybe I'll get into Idaho. Right. And then, of course, <laughs> you get it, I get into Idaho, and I didn't get into Provo. So then I told my parents, I was like, okay, well, now my plan is that I'm going to go to UVU for oh. a year or two so that I can try and get my GPA up. Then <laughs> I'll transfer to Provo. I'll transfer to BYU. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. But uh, if anybody does know this, the tuition at BYU is subsidized for right. members in the church. And so <laughs> the my price. tuition <laughs> price went from, you know, being only a couple thousand to being like tens of thousands. Ooh. Because I was out of state, too. Right. That was the oh, other part. Oh, true. Yeah. yeah. So I wasn't a resident, and it wasn't a church university. Uh, right, you know. right. So, yeah, I was shot down on that, even though I got into UVU. Right. Because I definitely applied, and I got in, and 
I don't think I ever really told anybody about this. Uh-huh. I told a few people. It's not like well, you're going to tell the world. <laughs> yeah. Um, when I received my acceptance letter from UVU, uh-huh. it was like slammed or it was it was pressed up against somebody else's acceptance <gasps> letter. <laughs> so, oh, no, I got mine. I have no idea if that person ever got theirs. But yes, I got my acceptance letter and I was like, this is like a thick piece yeah. of paper. And so I go to like mess with it some yeah. and the two pieces come apart and I can see somebody else's oh, acceptance no. letter. <laughs> it was attached to mine. That's tr- yeah. Oh my god. No idea if they ever made it. No it idea. Probably so, wasn't meant for them to be there. <laughs> I guess not. Them and me both, apparently. Um, oh my gosh. That's yeah. funny. So then you went to BYU, Idaho. I did. I was like, okay, because my parents said they weren't going to pay for the out-of-state tuition. Oh, right. And so I was like, well, I guess I'm moving to Idaho. And I think when they told me that, I mean, because I hadn't gotten into BYU Provo Uh and I got accepted to EVU, they weren't going to pay for it. They thought that I was just going to like leave it there and be like, okay, well then I guess I'm not going anywhere. Right. (laughs) You're like, joke was on them. No, I got to get out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) um yeah so then I was like okay well then I guess I'm going to Idaho and sure enough we got my stuff all ready I wrapped up my semester at um southeastern and then headed my behind across the country and um that's insane yeah we I packed up two suitcases that was all I took with me my first Mm -hmm. semester of college was two suitcases Tavany. <laughs> two suitcases for my first semester baby i got one suitcase in the other room I and i already blew through all of that clothes in like a week so imagine <laughs> three months on two suitcases. it was it was horrible for me as a person like i was dying inside right, right? <laughs> but yeah we packed my stuff up flew over to utah first oh, okay and went and stayed with my family out there for a little bit bought a car oh. while we were with them so that's where javier came from uh-huh. i love it and then me my parents and um my aunt and cousin all packed ourselves up and we drove from utah to idaho so i moved into the dorms first oh that right was my you first... lived there for a year like yeah, two, semesters? two semesters okay yeah so I, I lived in the dorms first because i didn't know that there was housing around in the area that I could have stayed right. in, which would have been <laughs> so much better. But I ended up having the greatest roommates, um, and they, like, became some of my best friends through mm-hmm. my years at BYUI. And then, you know, even now we still keep in touch a little bit here and there. When was the last time you went back? Um, it's It's been, like, close to whenever we graduate or whenever really? I graduated. Yeah, so it's oh, been. You wouldn't oh, my God. It's been it. 10 years. <laughs> no, it's been 10 years. You wouldn't recognize it. So <laughs> that is that is my sound yeah. for having graduated college 10 oh. years ago. Oh, my gosh. So JR went back in May. Yes, in May for his brother's wedding. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you would not recognize it at all. Like, it, everything, like, all those little houses that we would see, all the old ones, gone. What? Just, they're all apartment buildings. Like, huge apartment buildings. I, I mean, it's great that there's so much business there now, but it's like, it's like you wouldn't recognize it at all. Like, the, the different markers you would see, like, oh, we got to turn down this street because it's like this house, or like, nothing. Dang. Nothing. I'm like, that's... I bet the people of Rexburg just love it. Oh, I bet. They, I would not want to live oh my in that goodness. town. I don't think First I... First off, it's too small. It's too small. And For that university size, too okay, small. So if someone were to come to you and say, hey, we'll give you this much to move to Rexburg and live there for 10 years, how much would that amount be? Oh, it'd have to be in the millions. Oh, for sure. Me too. Have to be in the millions. <laughs> and, and it's like, not because Rexburg was not a great place i had yeah amazing experiences in college with a the lot people of it, not the actual say, yep, place <laughs> yes a lot of it was due to the people that i ended up finding but right. you know your husband for example like connecting with him again right was such a blessing mm-hmm. because granted like the roommates that i had at the beginning were fantastic right. i love them to death 
we grew up in drastic, like completely different right families especially in little rexburg oh that was like we talk about a bubble but i'm pretty sure it was like a 10 times thick bubble (laughs) and then when you get out of idaho into utah it's like maybe a five times thick bubble and then once you get out of utah then it's like there's not really bubble here in arizona we kind of went back into a little bubble uh but everywhere else it's like there's no bubble and you're like this is real life Mm -hmm. (laughs) byu idaho insane culture it's just it's hard to explain everything about it unless you've experienced unless you've experienced exactly so the husband he went on an lds mission to louisiana and that's where he met caitlin's family and so they kind of reconnected there and then when we were at byu idaho they reconnected there and then that's how i met caitlin was through the husband and i was like i got an instant best friend (laughs) so i think you talked about it the other day but remind me how you guys reconnected again so um like you said jr served his mission in louisiana um my family was not active at the time really with church we we would like go occasionally and you know um well one of the things that my family absolutely adores is sports we are a very Mm -hmm. sportsy type family and so they started playing volleyball the missionary somehow coerced us to come and play (laughs) volleyball with them and so we did and in doing so slowly got us to go back to church which Mm -hmm. then ultimately led to me getting myself together to go to Mm byu-idaho so the first two semesters that i was at byui my very first semester of course i had like my roommates and they ended up being like some of my greatest friends mm-hmm. um after first semester they ended up moving into one of the apartments near campus while mm-hmm. i stayed in the dorms because i didn't realize again oh. i had signed up for two two semesters in the dorms oh. i didn't do just one and then wanted to move and by the time i realized it it was uh-huh. too late to cancel my contract oh no and so i was stuck <laughs> living in the dorms for another semester but the the roommates of mine that ended up moving out into the apartments mm-hmm. they of course met you know new people they had new roommates and all this stuff one of their roommates was friends with this other apartment mm-hmm. and my roommate's brother also lived in said apartment oh right okay. so i was on my off track which at byui um i don't know if it's still set up this way but they used to have too many students to come through the town at mm-hmm. one time because it was so small they would set you up on tracks that's really why they did it <clears throat> that's what i was told oh there was I guess too many people to suffice like that whole university year round and oh. so they made it to where it was like you only come these two semesters right and then the other two you're off yeah, I was in my off track, uh-huh. which means I was I was home in Louisiana. I decided not to go to school that next semester because you, like I said, you got to choose mm-hmm. or you were assigned which semesters you were supposed to be going. Okay, yeah. And so in my off track, my roommate, whose brother lived in some apartment, uh-huh. um, they had taken a picture and posted it on social media. And uh-huh. I see this guy in this picture and I'm like, I didn't know his first name at the time. Right, right. right. I was like, oh my gosh that guy like what's that guy's name and they're like what guy and I'm like the guy right behind so-and-so like is his last name Timothy Uh uh-huh and they're like I don't know I think his first name is like two letters it's like JR or something and I was like oh my gosh I know him I know him and they're like what yeah um so come to find out JR was living in the apartment the same apartment with my roommate's brother oh right and so they were really good friends with Uh the boys in that apartment because her brother (laughs) her brother lived there and then you know jr was there too and he was just a riot (laughs) um and so whenever i got back to school Uh jr was still there and Uh i was like oh my gosh i need to like see him I need right to, I, right I, like we got to meet again and so we did and it was really funny oh my gosh I mean it was cool because we had already had that background of right, being right. in Louisiana so yeah getting to have that but then like we mentioned a little bit ago the one mm-hmm. reason why I survived 
BYU Idaho the way that I did was because of the people that I ended up finding. Right. Who obviously were in a mindset of, you know, being spiritual, Mm -hmm. um, having those good experiences, but also realizing that you can't take life too seriously. Right. You know, like, it's okay. And you got to try and find something fun in that town. Yeah, it's okay to go (laughs) do something fun and maybe be five minutes late for curfew. Okay, (laughs) if you did not know this, there is a curfew that is set up for Mm -hmm. all students. Very strict. Um, Yes, and these are all adults, Mm -hmm. mind you. And the curfew is midnight mm-hmm. every night, except for on Friday nights, you get to stay out till one. That's, oh, I forgot about that. Because and then if you were late, your roommates are supposed to hold you accountable. Yeah, they're supposed to tell on you. Yeah. Uh-uh. <laughs> that was one thing. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. I know. Mm-mm. Anyway, I'm not going to get into I all that. I had some roommates <laughs> tell me that they were worried about me because I was coming in late, like five minutes late, like the past couple weekends or whatever. They're like, we're really worried about you. I'm like, girl, worry about yourself. <laughs> like, you don't gotta worry about me. Right, we're like, good. I'm living my best life. Having a great time. <laughs> I know. Oh my goodness, yes. So you reconnected but. with Jr. We did, and we- then did it kind of just like the friendship start from there? Like, you guys just started hanging out more with like Scott and everyone, and then just became good friends. But yeah, it was because he had the hots for my roommate. And uh-huh. so we started hanging out more because she was comfortable with me being there. Mm-hmm. And I, I got along with both of them. And, you know, it wasn't always just us three. Like, it, mm-hmm. you know, expanded out and stuff. But we would. We would just go hang out. And from there, JR and I really realized, like, that that mm-hmm. we were, like, kindred spirits. You know, we were on the same level of understanding just everything how we how we were going to yeah. be going through our time yeah, yeah at byui that's um, a good way of putting it yeah <laughs> so yeah. what was the timeline between you guys reconnecting and then me and him starting to date Ooh, it had been probably yeah it was at least a year because i was living in birchwood whenever he met you okay right, and then right birchwood right. is where i finished out the last part of my like that's where i lived the rest of my college oh, right mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. JR calls me one day <laughs> uh, because at my apartment, I used to be oh, like the party yes. central. Waffle Wednesday. Waffle Wednesday. I love that. Ugh, I miss getting to have Waffle Wednesdays so freaking much. <laughs> but I would invite all of my friends over and my roommates were invited too. And I would make homemade waffles. And they were so and good. homemade syrup. And we would eat waffles on Wednesdays. People would bring, like, toppings and stuff. But then we'd also play games. Mm-hmm. Uh, we played Just Dance for All the time. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. So uh, then, yes. Yes. So I met JR you. And calls me one day and yes. is like, hey, I have this girl that I want to bring to Waffle Wednesday. That's and me. at the time, I was like, "Come <laughs> on, Jr." Because like we're we this was like October ish, right? right? Yeah. It, was it was October ish. October. And one of the things that Jr. and I used to do in college is during the whole month of October, every day we would watch a scary movie to commemorate Halloween, which is of course at the end. The worst time in my life. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> so. I had been sitting through all of these movies with JR and these girls that he would bring mm-hmm. to try and like get cozy with and like what oh, a hoe. If they're if they get scared, <laughs> they can like cuddle and I'm like, oh my gosh. Okay, whatever. <laughs> and then he tells me this other girl and he tells me you and I was like, What? That's a what's her name? Yeah. That's a real name? Yeah. Anyway, he was just bouncing around girl to girl. And just trying to find somebody to date and spend his time with, which was fine. Um, but at this point, like, I think we were probably, like, five or six girls deep just in the month. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And so <laughs> when he tells me he's bringing you, yeah. I was like, like another one. Oh, here we go. I got to act like I want to get to know this one, too. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. And then I, you came to your first Waffle Wednesday at my house. I did. I think and I brought some like were, strawberries or something. Yep. Yes, you did. Mm-hmm. You were you were interactive, but also kind of quiet because mm-hmm. I mean, at that point, we had like the group of people that came to every Waffle <laughs> Wednesday was very well established, right? So they're all like, "Oh my gosh, hey!" You know. I think it was Hannah that asked, "Was it the first time that we were there?" She's like, "Yes." Are yes. you dating? Yes. Or like, how long have you been dating? Yes. Or like, I can't remember <laughs> what she, she was said. Like, oh my gosh, are y'all together? Yeah, and we're like, uh. <laughs> Like, this is the first time really hanging out. (laughs) 
which I thought was so funny. I mean, it was, I think it was a perfect first thing for you. It was. Because it just kind of like threw you into like the craziness and chaos that mm-hmm. is JR. We did start dating that Thursday though. Exactly. See, there you go. <laughs> so it was the next day. <laughs> oh, dang. Really? Was it? I keep thinking, I'm pretty sure it was like we met on that Sunday officially. And then I'm pretty sure we were dating that next Thursday. If, but I keep thinking it might have been the week later that we had, we started like officially dating, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> we started dating very quick. It's true. <laughs> and then the best part is, is that now that Tav and JR are dating, mm-hmm. she has to sit through the scary movies with us. I did. <laughs> I did. And y'all she know me. I hate scary movies, hate them so much, but I did it. I closed my eyes the whole time and I, I cuddled JR just like what he wanted. And <laughs> like we held hands and I just, I cried in my heart. <laughs> And that was his whole plan. That was his, that was his whole, whole plan. plan. Get somebody in here, scare them to death, I make was. them cuddle up to me. Uh, do I still have nightmares to this day? Yes. But, Fair you know, had to do it for love <laughs> 10 years later. There you go. Oh, my, oh gosh, my It's gosh. been 10 years. I know. It really has. It's oh. so weird. So we met through there. Jared and Caitlin were very good friends. And then I came into the picture. We became best friends. What so. was funny, too, is I recall you telling me, a few times, mm-hmm. especially after you and Jr. really had started dating, which let me let me clear this up too. <laughs> There's never been a moment where Jr. or I have ever like done anything to go outside of friend zones right. or anything. <laughs> like we are very much so just really good friends, uh-huh. um, and that that's all it's ever been. <clears throat> and so then when you came into the picture, you're like, oh shit, he's got a girl uh-huh. as a best friend. I mean, you also got Scotty J, but right. he's got a girl <laughs> as a best friend. Right. Which oh as the goodness. new girlfriend is hard because you're like, did they ever? Mm-hmm. Will they ever? Like, what's happening? Right. What's the background there? Right. It, was this just like wrong, right place, or excuse me, wrong person? Dang. Right, right. person, wrong time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't even get that out. <laughs> it's okay. Or like what, you know? Yeah. yeah I, I fully get that. And I remember you telling me mm-hmm. after y'all had been like established and dating for a little bit that yeah. you were terrified to meet me. Yeah. <laughs> because you were like, he has a girl best friend. Like, oh my God, I have to like right. get along with her. I have to mm-hmm. make sure that she likes me. I have Especially to do all these Especially like reading all these book tropes. That's one of the tropes too. Is that it's like the girlfriend or the best friend and they like it's like best friends to lovers where they like start to like each other. So like reading, having read those types of books, too, Mm -hmm. at that point, I'm like, well, shit, I don't have a (laughs) I don't have a chance. Like this is a love story in the making. And then uh, you were like, no, 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 no. no." And I was like, "Okay, bet. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. But, you know, like it's it's nice to. It's nice to have both of you Mm -hmm. um, and just have that. Yeah, because (laughs) you don't get that most of the time. It's it's like you're usually friends with one or the other. It's very rare that you're friends with both people. And so that's very true. Okay, so now that we know about you, we know about how we met. We know about our background and everything. I want to start talking about books because I feel like that's one thing we haven't ever really talked about because I feel like we we say like oh let's start a book club like let's start reading books together and I'm like oh yeah I got all this list and you're like what yep. <laughs> I'm like oh have you read this part and you're like what book I'm like oh okay I little slide preface when I was younger absolutely hated reading okay hated reading and I think it was mostly because it was always like it was always incentivized, and if you right. didn't do it, you were penalized. Like right. AR reader, yes, the little test. Yes, like, you had to like do the test. You had to do book reports on everything. Yes, oh, I hated it, and I never did well on them, especially mm-hmm. because English was not my strong suit growing mm-hmm. up. So I hated reading. I did not read anything, with the exception of like very few assigned books in high school mm-hmm. that I like had to read. Like even into high school, yeah. And then once I graduated, I was like, whoo. I don't, I have, don't to have to read no more. <laughs> and then I found the Twilight books because that was whenever uh, they were really popular and everybody so was, was that like your coming first, out. That was like, the first. That was the first set of books that I read for pleasure. Oh, like there was no book report to yeah, do on yeah. it. I didn't have to tell like nobody what happened. It. I chose to read them. That was the first set. And then oh. from there, I kind of enjoyed like the fantasy premise, but uh-huh. I just have never. 
started back up or yeah. like really stayed consistent exactly I, i'll okay. read whenever i travel like i have a book in there mm-hmm. that i'll be reading today whenever i'm traveling home tell us about that um what? i barely started it but oh. it is a stephen <laughs> king book okay that is, that is my that i enjoy the romancey thing yeah yeah, yeah tell too. me about your genres like but what do you prefer like when you go into a bookstore you're like i'm gonna go to this section um, definitely like fantasy type mm-hmm. things. I enjoy those, but it, it, it also depends. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm picky about that. Um, but like, yeah, like the, the Twilight books were great as an 18 year old, right. like perfect <laughs> for me. And you're like living your little werewolf and vampire <laughs> fantasy, like oh, someone with diamond skin, come get me. Come get me. <laughs> I could be Bella in the woods. Like, mm. hey, Loka. <laughs> I could be Kristen Stewart. So easy. Uh, no emotion. No emotion. Um, so, yeah, I really like fantasy. Uh, after Twilight, I kind of that's kind of what I stuck with. Mm-hmm. And then I've also read, I like dark macabre type things, okay. too. Like Stephen King. Because mm-hmm. um, you like Edgar a lot Ron of like, like horror movies. Yeah. And like you love that genre, like the scary movies and stuff. So... That makes sense that you would it would go into book reading as well. Yes, yes. <laughs> I have read a few romance books. They kind of okay. like segued off of my like fantasy with romance, mm-hmm. and then like what was it? I think I read something borrowed, maybe. Oh, I Is don't that know. The right one? Maybe I think that's what it's called. There's well, a movie about it too. But yeah, I read that book. I loved mm-hmm. it. It was great. But then I just get to points in time where, like, yeah reading seems more like a chore than it is enjoyable that's fair which i feel like i need to get that change that mindset okay well since you like the fantasy and romance i hope people know where i'm going with this (laughs) have you heard of a court of thorn and roses i feel like it's been everywhere i but maybe not in front of you okay i have not you i think would like it okay if you liked twilight this is a million 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 times better a million okay (laughs) like at least the first and second book okay and like the first book is really good but once you get into the second book it's like you're hooked and i can show you fan art (laughs) i can show you everything (laughs) she's in it y'all i know that is like i feel like right now because twilight was like kind of the introduction to all of us when we were teenagers to get into the romance genre Mm -hmm. but it didn't really like stick with people because it was still taboo to be like, oh, you read romance? Oh, okay. Like, do you like it? And it's kind of like, yeah, it was like <laughs> secret. And like the Fifty Shades of Grey was kind of coming Ooh. out. And like, it was very secret to yes. like read these romance books. And then I feel like A Court of Thorn and Roses came. And even just like the past year, maybe two years, it's just blown up. Like everyone, that's like everyone's introduction into the real like romance genre. And so I think that it's time. <laughs> That's fair. That I, is fair. I think it's time for you to read it. Okay. Okay. So. Yeah, I saw somebody. I remember you telling me about that book a uh-huh. couple weeks ago. Um, and then whenever I was actually on my way out here, mm-hmm. I think there was a girl next to me that was reading it when I really? was in the airport. Yeah, because yeah. I looked at the title of the book and I kept thinking, like, I've heard that before. Like, right. where have I heard that? And you just said it again. I'm pretty sure that's what that yeah. book was. Well, you're coming back in October, end of September, October. I'm planning this. <laughs> uh, you should read the first book by then. And then we can okay. talk about it. <laughs> okay. I and can then try. You could try. At least the first book. I'm not saying like first, second, but at least the first book. Okay. Even if you listen to it on Audible, that works as well. Uh, just so any maybe sort. That's the way I need to do it. Maybe. That way, whenever I'm, like, getting ready in the morning, yeah. I can just pop it on. Okay. It works, okay. yeah. I like And it. then we could talk about it, and then I could pressure you to <laughs> read the second one. <laughs> <laughs> and then we can talk about And then we can talk about that, too. I love it. Yes. I love it. Okay, so you go more towards, like, the horror kind of fantasy genre. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so at this point in your life, do you like reading? Or is it kind of like a... I really just don't have time for this. Like, maybe if I feel like it, like, is that kind of what you're feeling? A little bit. Okay. I, like I said, I'm terrible about making time for myself to read. Mm -hmm. And I definitely should, considering what my job is right now and Mm -hmm. the fact that I look at a computer screen all day long. Yeah. It's very straining on my eyes. Right. Um, I do wear my blue light glasses. Good. But... 
um, even still, you know, l- sitting and watching and looking at a screen is really hard. Right. And typically whenever I get done with the day, I'm like decompress. But yeah. my decompress <laughs> is like, okay, turn on a show that I have watched a million times True. unless I have Some- found something familiar. new. Mm-hmm. And then like putter around my house, maybe make dinner, right. clean up here. Maybe I'm just sitting on my phone playing games. So there's definitely time in my day to read. <laughs> and I have been that's one of the things like now I've, I, this is something I don't know if I've ever told you but uh-huh. New Year's woohoo, woohoo New Year's yeah, yeah great January 1st moving on um, <laughs> I feel like my new year actually starts of course whenever it's my birthday so now okay. that I've hit 33 uh-huh I'm like, okay, there's there's some changes that I, I like there's some things that I need to do now that yeah. I need new goals that I need and all that. So mm-hmm. one of the things that I have been put in the back or been putting in the back of my mind mm-hmm. is like reading a chapter of something a night. Okay. Or, you know, just yeah. just to get me started. Plus I know like besides that, of like reading is just good for you, it improves your yeah you know your imagination improves your vocabulary mm-hmm. um it not for me no i forget <laughs> everything and jared's like what are you saying i'm like i don't know <laughs> like i don't know how to form sentences it's all in my head That's like fair. he's like you're not using words i'm like i know <laughs> <laughs> i talk like that too you know this. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's, that's been like one of my personal goals for 33 is to try and at least read like a chapter or an excerpt from a book or something Mm -hmm. a night, just one to give my eyes a a break from screen, screen, screen. Um, and two, because I know that it's, it's good for you. It, you know, yeah. what is the word enhances is not it but it stimulates your brain yeah yeah yeah. it stimulates different parts of your brain which is really good and it's fun and you just imagine yeah that's my favorite part is just imagining these stories you get to see what you see in your head and these male characters are so freaking hot Mm. (laughs) (laughs) that's the best part (laughs) that's why with like spiciness i'm like oh damn Mm. good thing nobody's looking in my mind Well, no, I just got to find you the right one. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Okay. So do you, at this point, do you have a favorite book? Just like a go-to or even just in general, like maybe when you're younger that you're like, oh, I just really liked that book. I mean, whenever you just asked me that question, I had flashes of books that I read as Uh a kid that I really enjoyed. Uh Um, But it's not like... I've, I don't think I've ever actually revisited any of them. Mm-hmm. One of them that I remember was an AR reader. <gasps> Cute. It was called The Westing Game. Okay. It's really close to that. That's okay. Um, <laughs> it's kind of like a mystery. Uh, somebody gets murdered, I think. And oh, then okay. you, like, they're trying to steal somebody's fortune and wealth. <laughs> and so you're trying to figure, you know, like you're right. reading about who did it. Um, I really enjoyed that one as mm-hmm. a kid. Like I said, I haven't reread it, but it will probably be an easy read for me mm-hmm. to go back to. This is so terrible to, to see. Okay. The, the only other one that I can really remember that I enjoyed reading and enjoyed, uh, take it, it, yeah, yeah, was Night um, by Elie Wiesel, I think is his name. Oh, I don't um, know what that is. It's about the Holocaust. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so kind of going on to my dark and macabre, though, like that kind of a book. Right. It is. It's a very heavy. Yeah. Heavy book. Wow. Very heavy book. Um, because it's him retelling things that he can remember experiencing during the Holocaust. So whenever I say it's like one of my like, it, yeah, I enjoyed it, it. You just had a, you felt a lot of emotions. Oh, during absolutely. It. Yeah. Like that that book said it all that sounds heavy yeah it was <laughs> and reading that as like a 15 16 year right. old you're like holy shit yeah like, this is this was the real world this was this was something that happened oh my god but yet there i have never really read one book mm-hmm. and been like oh my gosh i have to go back and read it okay well we're gonna at least change so that far. <laughs> at least so far the only one that i may have potentially done that with was it but oh. to be honest with you, I've probably only gotten to the middle of it and restarted <laughs> it again. <laughs> I've seen the movies. Yeah. I've seen all of the remakes. I know what happens. Yeah. But I would like to get through that book eventually. It's just <laughs> huge. Oh, I bet. 
Oh my gosh. It's huge. Yeah, I would watch the movie instead too. Right, right. Exactly. <laughs> okay. So we still have we can still find your favorite book, mm-hmm. um, which I believe will be a coward of Thorn and Roses. So we're gonna get the you into that. Cool. Uh, I also think because we kind of talked about this like a couple weeks ago. I also think that uh, the mysteries that I just read is called like the housemaid or something. Uh, you would love those. Okay. I listen to them on Audible. That's mm-hmm. the only way that I can like get into mystery books or like thriller books because if I read them, I'm so bored because they're not romance. Gotcha. <laughs> but I can listen to them. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I'll have to. You have to listen to those because those are intense. Like because mm-hmm. it's kind of like a whodunit, but it's like so many twists. Like you really would love it like okay. j- even just to listen to it so we're gonna we're gonna get that for you um are you kind of aware of like the different romance tropes do you know what a trope is nope so it's kind of like a, a <laughs> subgenre. okay so it's like romance is like the the genre and then it's like specific subgenres beneath it mm-hmm. of what these authors create these stories about so um, I did an episode last week with JR about these uh, about these subgenres or these tropes. And so I want to tell you the top 15, and I want you to think about them, and I want you to choose which one that you would want to be in. Ooh. So okay. I know. Okay. okay. So the first one is enemies to lovers, then friends to lovers, second chance romance, forbidden love, fake relationship and let me know if you have any questions about any of these two like i can give you examples so the fake relationship the love triangle the opposites attract the billionaire slash rich hero which i told jr that he sold (laughs) (laughs) i told jr that and he was like why is that its own trope and i was like i don't know people like money uh who doesn't <laughs> i know Look, so a lot of these need... are like combined yeah. too <laughs> i don't need a ton of money to make me happy but <laughs> damn just enough to pay my bills right. i'll be happy i'll be ha- i don't You're even like... need the billions <laughs> just flip a flip a couple thousand at me yeah. for a minute and i'll be good <laughs> you're like you i don't want to know the other tropes please this is yeah, mine that, yep sold <laughs> sold uh there's small town romance mm. amnesia which did you ever watch the Channing Tatum and yes. that one? Did you like it? From what I can remember, so so. I hated it. Wasn't it. my favorite. <laughs> she doesn't even end up with him. I know. Like, I know. But I hated. Yeah. I that's that's one thing I will say. When it comes to romance, I uh-huh. am I am a romantic. I you know uh-huh. what, tell me what woman really isn't. Right. 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 Um. But like, what is it? that damn movie the la notebook la Land. oh la la oh i haven't seen that you haven't seen that uh-uh. isn't it a musical yes then i wouldn't oh watch that's it. right you're not a musical person <laughs> oh okay, but well, i did go alert. <laughs> spoiler alert you like have this love story that's taking uh-huh. off right and you are watching them skip like miss each other essentially yeah like they it just doesn't work out and then uh, you're like hopeful that in the end it's gonna work but they're in they end up with different people oh and <laughs> i mean it's a great movie yeah. i i really enjoyed it the production of it is beautiful mm-hmm. but i was like are you serious why would they not are end you up together serious? <laughs> put them together yeah there are a few things in life that we get to enjoy <laughs> And the movies are supposed to be like this this recreation. Yeah. Happily ever life. after. Put them together. Put them together. I mean, sure, if they're with the other person and they're happy, then great. Put sure, them together. Put them together. <laughs> exactly. Come on, man. It's not that hard. Agreed. Agreed. I love it. Okay, so yeah, Amnesia, Marriage of Convenience, uh, Age Gap Romance, which interesting like i i did a lot of like examples of like books for each of these genres or Mm -hmm. each of these tropes but i have never really read an age gap romance um being 33 Mm -hmm. what is the oldest person that you would date like what what age the oldest yeah like if you were to be in an age gap romance like and a guy were to come to you he's beautiful he's hot he's rich he's perfect how old I'd say probably 45. Really? I think so. Because anything closer at this point is too close to my parents' age. Ah, yes. I mean, my (laughs) parents did have me very, very young. Uh I mean, my mom was... She 
she was 18 when she had me. Okay. And my dad was 22 or 23, I think, mm-hmm. at the time. So they were they were kids, right? You know, but that's definitely like how I measure things. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's fair. A few years ago, I had a coworker that everyone was like, "Oh, you too, you too, you too. Y'all are gonna do this. Y'all are gonna do uh-huh. that." He even would make comments to me because we coached together. Uh huh. He would even make comments to me about, "Uh, hey, can you go get the kids this, or can you go do this for the kids?" And I would, you know, it would be fine. I'd yeah. go do it, whatever. But then it started turning into, okay, so whenever, like, we have kids of our own one day. like Oh, my god! And I just remember being like, sir, <laughs> you're, like, three years younger than my dad. <laughs> this ain't going to happen. Because I yeah. think I was, like, 24 yeah. at the time. Yeah. I was 24, 23, 24. Ooh. I was a baby. Yeah. Um, And so, yeah, he was, like, close to 50. Or, like, right around his 50s. And my yeah. parents, my dad had just gotten into his 50s, I think, at the time. Mm-hmm. My mom was, like, right around the corner. So the same and age. so I was like. That would be really weird. Eh. I agree. I mean, he was a great friend. We had a great time. Nothing ever happened between us. Yeah. Um, I always enjoyed, you know, getting to spend time with him. But, yeah, yeah it got it got kind of weird there yeah. for a minute. It okay, so 45. Weird. Around 45. I okay. think so, yeah. Yeah. I like that. I would say, I mean. How old am I? 31? No. 30. I'm not only 30. <laughs> I'm already Don't make 80. Older. I, I think 45, like if like I wasn't married, I think 45 as well. Maybe like closer to 50, but Ooh. I don't know. Ooh. But I forgot. Yeah, our parents are in our 50s yeah. or in their 50s. So that would be weird. Like maybe I could get my dad a, a best friend. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> hey, Dad. Hi, Dad. I am taking one for the team. I know. Brought this old fella with me. Yeah. Come on in. Do you know what's in. weird, though, is that JR is older than my sister. Like, my, my and my sister's older than me, mm-hmm. which is so weird that it's like she's younger than him. Right. And because I think she's 33. I think she's your age. Yeah. Which is so weird to me. Where I'm like, <laughs> we don't feel like we're in our 30s. Oh, yeah. No. I feel like my sister's in her 30s because she has, like, four kids. Right. But, like, me and you, I'm like, no, we're still, like, 25. Oh, yeah. I'm still in my 20s. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, let's see. Age gap romance. Time travel romance. Have you mm-hmm. seen Outca- Outlander? Outlander. No. I haven't either, but apparently (laughs) that's a really good time travel romance. Okay. Uh, My sister has wanted me to watch it, and she keeps sending me the episodes of where there's sex scenes so that I'll avoid it, but I'm like, girl, you know me. I'm not going to avoid those. I'm turning those those on first. Yeah, like I I (laughs) made a list of where I'm going. (laughs) Right. That's exactly. Like, come on now. If you... You yeah. know I read spicy romance. Yeah. Like, of course <laughs> I'm, I'm like, gonna watch the spicy. I might scenes. close my eyes, but <laughs> <laughs> hide behind my fingers yeah, it as they are make open. It as serious. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So time travel romance, Beauty and the Beast, workplace romance. That's it. You wouldn't do workplace romance? No. That would be too much. No, 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 no. I feel like in books and in movies, it goes great. But in real life, oh, absolutely no. not. No. Absolutely not. I <laughs> nope. Unless it was a place that I was not, like, dedicated to mm-hmm. and planned on staying at. I mean, maybe. Like, maybe, if, it's, yeah. if it's a good situation or, like, you know, it, it works out, then sure. That's yeah. great, you know? Yeah. But if it's a place that I'm going to be stuck for a while, oh. and I know that, and I'm not 100% convinced, yeah. hell no. That's fair. No. That just makes for a hostile work environment. It if does. If you already enjoy where you work, why do you want to make it her- like horrible? <laughs> you know? True. Hell no. That's hell true. No. Okay. Okay. So out of all these tropes, and you can mix them too. You don't have to stick with certain ones. Um, which ones kind of piqued your interest more? Well, obviously the billionaire one. Oh, clear that one up. <laughs> um, the ones that you said at the beginning. Uh, enemies to lovers, friends to lovers, second chance romance, forbidden love, fake relationship, love triangle, opposites attract, small town romance, amnesia. I like second chance. Okay. 
because there's always like those moments in time where you think you found somebody again yeah right person wrong time Mm -hmm. and then you just like hope and pray that somehow in the future you find your way back because it's always that bullshit statement of like you know if this is meant to be it'll It'll happen yeah yeah yeah. like it's it'll happen right (laughs) (laughs) i'm trying not to say the f word on this but that like that's just it's the dumbest thing i hate that idea but i mean it's also like yeah but but what if but what if what what if you don't work out with her and i don't work out with him and (gasps) maybe we're back together okay so there's a marriage of convenience one would Mm. you ever so if you met a guy that you liked dating he was really nice and in a month into it he comes to you and he says hey uh in order to get my inheritance i need to get married by this certain time and do you think that we could be married for a year so that I could get this inheritance and you would get a portion? Hell yeah. You would? Without Immediately? question. Okay. Without question. Look, I have no suitable prospects in my life right now. <laughs> I mean, if, if maybe I was like dating more uh-huh. people and had, or I felt like, you know, I would be missing out on different opportunities. Uh-huh. Are you kidding me? <laughs> get married for a year just to get part of an inheritance? Baby. That's but, fair. <laughs> okay. This makes me sound like I'm a money grubber. Let me no. be very clear. I am poor. <laughs> and <laughs> when you poor, you dream of being rich. Right. Right. And so, you know, like that's, that's it. That's all that it is. Honestly, I, all of my bills are paid on time. I, I pay my bills. My bills are paid. That's right. I don't ever want for nothing. I, yeah. I take care of myself. You know, I don't mm-hmm. need anybody to come in and pay for anything for me. Right. But if somebody just wants to give me money, <laughs> I'm also not going to be like, no, right. no, you can't give me a couple no. hundred thousand dollars. No, no, shit. <laughs> Look, if you feel it's right in your heart, it's uh-huh. right in mine. Let's go. <laughs> let's go get married. <laughs> let's go. Oh, my gosh. That's funny. OK, so if you're thinking of a professional sport, mm-hmm. what professional sport would you want to marry into does that (laughs) that doesn't make sense but if there was like professional like Mm -hmm. a pro Mm -hmm. person Mm -hmm. and you met them on the street or in a bar or anything Mm -hmm. what sport would you want them to be well i feel like it's kind of a three-way tie well you could have three then (laughs) would you ever i don't know if we want to know it's all sports (laughs) it's all no i'm just (laughs) because that's a trope too is that uh oh yeah okay oh yeah like Mm -hmm. Male, male, female, like basketball wife. Um, I feel like football takes a little bit too much out of the people. Yeah, that's fair. It hurts them too much, and they definitely. Yeah, I mean, when you compare the amount that they get paid to the rest of the sports in the world, they're really like not getting paid as much. Right. That again, here I go sounding like a money grubber. (laughs) It's not about money. Let me be clear about that. It really is the like the the toll that it takes on the person. Yeah. Um. And having to see that like week after week. Yes. And like. And that's the same thing I was thinking for a second about hockey because oh true we love hockey. (laughs) (laughs) I just finished a book and uh, I wanted to talk about it, but we can talk about it another time. Uh, It's a hockey romance, and it's called Miles High. And it's, like, kind of going around TikTok right now. But she's, like, the flight attendant for their private airplane. <gasps> and he's, like, this, like, I know. <laughs> he's, like, the 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 popular, well, he's a pro hockey player. And he's, like, the person on the team. Beautiful. And she doesn't give him the time of day. Yes, ma'am. And he's, like, well, now I want you. Mm-hmm. And it's really good. <laughs> yeah, see, I'm not mad about that. But then again, you have to take into consideration hockey players lose yeah. their teeth. Oh, like, true. They're spitting. But I mean. One thing after another. They get good money, though, to replace those teeth. They do. That is fair. <laughs> but see, I feel like a basketball wife. Mm-hmm. I think I would enjoy that because I really do love the game of basketball. I really get into it. I would enjoy traveling around to all the places. But Mm -hmm. really, the last one that would be a consideration is soccer. Oh, right. Or baseball. I have another book I can recommend for that, too. Because have you seen those booties, babe? Yes. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Baseball. Mm -hmm. The endurance. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I could be a baseball wife. (laughs) 
Oh, for sure. I feel like that's the, the lowest impact mm-hmm. sport. The only thing is, while I do enjoy baseball, mm-hmm. I mostly only enjoy baseball whenever it's like uh, high competition. Like oh, we're talking yeah. like playoffs, mm-hmm. World Series, college World Series. Like that's not like I regular really, season. Really, I don't have anything against it. I still enjoy going to games. Mm-hmm. I don't like watching it on TV. It's less entertaining for me. But if I'm in person, I like it. Yeah. But yeah, like yeah. basketball, I could watch all all day, any day. Uh huh. So I feel like that would probably basketball be basketball wife. Yeah, that that would probably be it. my best one because we can create a book for you. Let's do it. <laughs> let's get me married to a basketball player. Done. Okay. We're in a state where they have pro. I mean, yeah. I guess you too. But I'm over here, so you got to come to me. <laughs> right. Right. Well, I'll work on some of the ones in Louisiana. You yeah. work on some of the ones in Arizona. We'll yeah. see where we end up. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I think that sounds good. Okay, so you would do kind of the billionaire, rich hero kind of like second chance romance, kind of like the the pro sport, like they're kind of higher, if that makes sense. And then, I don't know, <laughs> like the pro sport kind of like peasant. <laughs> sounds like a bad word. I'm but the it's peasant. Like you're the peasant. I we are present. <laughs> Look, baby, it's, hey, call a fish what a fish is. A fish. A fish. <laughs> that is my favorite quote from this trip. Yes. You got to call a fish what a fish is. A, a fish. fish. <laughs> I love it. I oh love God. it. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Yes. True story. Okay. No, I feel like we have the whole picture of you. <laughs> <laughs> gosh okay i love it well uh that is all i have uh do you have any questions about romance books about different tropes about any recommendations like just anything um because i got lists on lists for you okay well i have a secret list send those to me yes i have a secret list that says one day when caitlin starts reading Yes, please start sending yes. those to me so that we can start getting on that. Yes. Um, let's see. What is your what's your favorite book at the moment? Not even Ooh, just romance, at the but moment? just in, just in general. Oh, the one that I think about the most right now is that housemaid uh, book, okay. like the suspense and thriller one, mm-hmm. just because the twists and turns. Like I still am thinking about it, where I'm like how did I not see that? Or like, why did they do that? Or I totally would have done this different. Like I think about that one the most right now, uh, which is interesting. Um, But I always go back to, um, there's this author called Mariana Zapata and I've talked about her on like multiple episodes because she's literally my favorite, which, oh, I wanted to ask you, do you, I don't know if you've ever read this type of book, but do you know what like a slow burn romance is? where it just like takes a long time to actually mm-hmm. so that's mariana zapata's like specialty okay. and so there's like a lot of sexual tension like leading up Ooh. to it and then it's like they just have like one scene at the end and that's kind of disappointing because i'm like could you like kind of move it up a little bit so they could have multiple scenes together mm-hmm. uh but that one it makes like, that one scene at the end like so I know. worth it it really does okay. but uh that is my favorite author forever and ever and I always go back to her books when I'm like in a book slump or I don't want to read like the ones that are on my list to be read yet because it's like it's kind of like how you go back to like your TV shows that you've read mm-hmm. or that you've like watched and listened to and all that like it's kind of like our comfort zone right. where her books are just like that's my comfort zone like I know like the moments that I'll be like really happy and like what's coming and everything like that and so uh, that's what I always go back to. And those oh, are my yeah. favorite is like all her books. Cause yeah, like one of them is like the wall of Winnipeg. That's what it's called. So it's like this Canadian football player. He's like the big mm. gruffy, like mm. mad about everything. Mm. And she's his assistant. Mm. And yeah. <laughs> and in order for her, him to stay in the country, they have to get married. Oh, how unfortunate. I know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then they like fall in love, but he's still this like really gruff, like, doesn't talk about doesn't talk about emotions doesn't anything like that so she does that book very well there's one called holty 
Okay. Which uh, he, this was actually, I did put down for the age gap romance because he is a famous soccer player. And Mm -hmm. then he like, it's like 20 years later or something. And it's like this girl that she loved him when she was like a little girl, like would watch him. And then she turns out to be a pro soccer player. And then he becomes her coach and they fall in love. (laughs) Yeah. So there's that one that I love. Uh, there's one that uh, this girl, they're kind of like all in the same universe too, which is kind of nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have like all these female characters have these connections to each other. Um, but there's another one where she like does these pen pals to soldiers across the sea. Ooh. And so she finds this guy and they become like really good friends. And so you just see like the text messages back between them. Mm-hmm. And then finally at the end, they like meet and it's like so cute i love that one but yeah anything by her like i think you would like it okay it's like all those storylines so we'll have to try Uh, it yes i will send you all the recommendations yes uh i will be as uh strict as you want me to it'll be like okay read these 10 pages just kidding i would never i mean i'll be honest i'll probably need that okay just let me know when you're ready because i'm terrible about motivation (laughs) i am so terrible i'm trying to be better but i'm terrible about motivating myself i'll I'll be like i'm gonna do this i get all these big beautiful dreams and goals and everything Uh and then it just doesn't happen well we're gonna make it happen (laughs) well i'm glad that you're here and i have to share two things with you though before we sign off go for it one is funny and one is kind of funny. So I'll go with kind of. <laughs> I'll go with kind of funny first. Okay. Um, so before we started this, uh-huh. you were asking me something about romance books, uh-huh. and I started to tell you a story, and you were like, "Wait, I want you to save it for the podcast." So oh let me tell yes. You this now. Oh yes. 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 So yes, whenever yes. I was younger, uh-huh. and this was pre-COVID days, y'all. So Walmart was open twenty-four-seven. Oh yes. And it was the greatest thing. Granted. You know, Walmart is Walmart, and <laughs> I don't necessarily enjoy shopping there now. But yeah. um, when you have nothing else to do in a small town in Podunk, Louisiana, you go to Walgre- <laughs> you, Walgreens. You go to Walmart in the middle mm-hmm. of the night. And so one of the things that we used to do when we would get bored walking around in Walmart is we would go to the book section. Uh-huh. And similar to some of the things that Jr. does in his improv shows, uh-huh. where they're like having a conversation, and then they like pick up. Oh, the a book and slip. they like yeah, oh, and they read yeah, it. Yeah. We would do that with books, and so no way. We did that one time, and then one of I can't remember who it was picked up a, a romance book uh-huh. and read a spicy line from oh. it, and I was like, <laughs> "The shits in books, oh my god!" So then we sat there and just kept reading no back way. and forth all of these lines. Like me and my little group of friends were yeah. laughing our asses off in right. the book section because we're like 16 17 right. years old and those books are like really like descriptive oh, yeah, we're t- like throbbing oh, members yeah. inserted <laughs> in certain that's places a whole yeah. Nother, whole nother, oh yeah like we're oh, t- that's level. that's the like uh the the man with you know a, a Fabio. white shirt yes, yes that's half on his body and the oh, woman that's distressed <laughs> leaned against his lap yeah Yeah. that that was the kind of stuff that we would go and we every now and then we'd go back to the book section when we had nothing else yeah to entertain us in walmart and we would go read the different little things from the books and that was my first exposure to romance novels oh my gosh because my parents don't really read they're not very big readers Mm -hmm. and neither is logan so it was not like we had tons of books in the house Mm mm-hmm um so yeah that was that was one thing i incredible um so that's how i got in or five out of five spice (laughs) exactly but this is the funny funny at least i think it's hilarious um so a few years ago Uh after the 50 shades of gray novels all came out i have not read them me Um, i still have not read them but i'm too scared to (laughs) (laughs) you might like them oh um but at the time my my cousin had read them mm-hmm. and uh, she had also been like going to the movies as they were starting to come out at that point in time mm-hmm. and I remember we were having a conversation at the pool and just you know talking and she was like oh my gosh girl have you read Fifty Shades of Grey yeah have you seen the movies and I was like oh no I haven't done either and she's like right. oh, you have to it's this it's blah, blah, blah. making it like all this big thing then my grandma Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, Grandma is going to chime in. I will never forget this moment. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Um, She chimes in 
from across the way outside of the pool and she was like it's just trash it's smut and we're like what yeah and she says yeah um i've i've read it i've read all three of them and they're just they're just horrible they're just trash they're terrible and I'm, we were like okay wait 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 what so you think they're trash and smut but you read all three yeah. all <laughs> three of them she's like yeah and i have the fourth one on pre-order right like trash. she was like and she was shaking her head like trash it's just trashy it's you know it's too much and my cousin yeah. and i are dying yeah laughing because we're like okay so you hate them but you read all of them all of them you didn't start reading one like a chapter figured out what the premise of this right. book is and been like let me just close that yeah and like no, this is not for me <laughs> read all three at least uh, uh, is there a fourth one i don't even know oh, okay <laughs> she uh, i know at least the three she yeah. read all three of them and told us how much she just thought they were terrible. Oh my gosh! You should have been like, Grandma. What was the most awful part? Right? <laughs> I should. I'd been like, What was your? What was the worst? Well, oh, tell how me. How could you? Ne- which one made it to where you're like, don't read that? That's amazing. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> I will. I will say this. She was in a rough situation with her relationship, uh-huh. so maybe she needed the spice maybe, yeah. for you know happiness. But yeah. yes, it is probably one of my most favorite memories i love that in relation to books at all yeah her yeah just and she (laughs) went on for a while really yes about how she did not enjoy them and they were just terrible books and literally we're all sitting there like jaw dropped yeah you read 50 shades of gray you read all of the 50 shades and oh my you didn't like them but you read all but you read them Oh my gosh, I love Come that. Come on, Grandma. <laughs> hey, I mean, I say this almost every episode. We do not yuck someone's yum. Oh, not at all. And if she has that secret yum, Look, we love that, Grandma. Tell uh, me uh, more. Selling. <laughs> as a person who like works for a company that sells sex toys. Yeah. And That's where I got the saying from. Yeah. Is that from the very first host that we went to the mm-hmm. party she's like we're not here to yuck someone's yum and i was like but right i'll take that <laughs> actually the very first time i ever went into a sex shop yeah i was uh i just turned 18 like literally it was on my 18th birthday yeah. was there it was, the one around the corner from your house yes there was a little <laughs> tiny it is closed now oh no i know they went out of business um but yes there was a little tiny metal building right around the corner from my house that was a little sex shop and it was so controversial whenever Uh it first came to the area everyone was pissed um like i said now it's closed yeah but um yeah on my 18th birthday we went in and i went with my best friend Uh who was already over 18 i went with my brother's girlfriend at the time who was also over 18 and then my Mm -hmm. boyfriend at the time who was already 18 mm-hmm. so they were already good to go it was me that was like the the last standing point yeah <clears throat> anyway we went in and at the time my boyfriend was trying to find a new job uh-huh. and they had a help wanted <gasps> sign in their window or whatever yeah. so we're looking around and of course you know 18 year old kid yeah I wasn't sheltered by any means, but mm-hmm. I just never experienced anything like that. So I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that thing. Look how big it is. What, what is, where does that go? <laughs> Who uses it? What? <laughs> that size? Like there's All so the many questions. things. Yes. <laughs> it's so many things. And I remember like he asked if he could apply to work there and uh-huh. they were like, Sure, but you have to make sure that you are respectful because right. everybody has different things that they like. Everybody right. has different things that turn them on and, and so on and so forth. Yeah. Within reason. Like, yeah, you have to be respectful and you can't be judgmental. You can't exactly. be, you know, telling somebody, oh, mm, like, oh, you do ooh, that. Oh, oh. you're, you're going to use that one. Yeah. <laughs> that um but yeah that was like the first time that i'd ever really like thought about that yeah that everybody is you know we all have different things that we're turned on about whatever and then yeah starting to work for i don't want to say the name just in case Uh but uh starting to work for that company um yeah when old girl said we do not yuck somebody else's yum i was like perfect because not everybody is the same and you know (laughs) 
he, <laughs> if never you know. like a finger in your butt, you like oh. a finger in your butt. But, you know, somebody else may not like that. So I think on communication. Uh, when I <laughs> Hey, that's the key to everything. True. Uh, when I had JR on here, we did a book that was called Ice Ice Planet Barbarians, and it was just like over the top. And I think at one point, what were we talking about? He was, I think we were talking about like spanking or something. Mm-hmm. And I was like, JR, if you spank me, I will punch you. And he was like, noted. <laughs> <laughs> Let the man spank you. I know. Uh, we'll, we'll talk Pull about it later. Oh. <laughs> Hey, this is a spicy book That's right. podcast thing, right? That's right. Don't you, yuck a yum. That's right. You do what you need to do. <laughs> Pour some candle wax on you. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that, uh, <laughs> we're going to wrap this up. <laughs> I um, want to come back. This was fun. Yes, okay. you have to come back. Yes. I mean, it's required anyways. <laughs> so we just need a podcast of us talking I about know. dumb stuff. It's amazing. I, I, I'm in for this. I love it. I need to figure out how to do it over like Skype Let's or like... um. Because I know people do that, like mm-hmm. you could have it on Skype or Zoom or whatever. So I need to figure out how to do that. Because okay. then when you finally read that book, then I'll reward you and you can be on the podcast. <laughs> okay, that's fair. That is fair. <laughs> I, I can take that. Maybe that'll okay. be the motivation. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then we can talk about it. So anyways, I'm so grateful that you were here with us for a week. I'm so grateful for your friendship and you just mean the most to Jar and I. So I'm glad that you could be on the podcast. Thanks for so, having me. Yes. I love y'all, and I loved getting to come visit. Even though I stayed for over a week, I'm sorry. No, I love it. <laughs> no, I, I love it. I love it. Um, anyways, thank you guys for listening. Uh, grateful for you. Follow me on all the social medias. Uh, you know, still ramping that up. Still trying to do whatever I need to do. <laughs> so, anyways, grateful for you guys, and we'll talk to you next week.